Career success, no fears, no excuses. This podcast will discuss and debate professional development and job search strategies from baby boomer, millennial, and Gen Z perspectives that will help facilitate the accomplishment of your career goals. You're here with Jessica Duplessy and John Karras with Job Transitions, Inc. And today we're here to discuss strategies and techniques to secure interviews, part two. My name is John Karras, and I'm the president of Job Transitions, Inc. As usual, it's my honor to present this podcast with Jessica Duplessy, who's been my associate with Job Transitions for over seven years. Thanks, John. In our previous episode, we discussed responding to job postings. We are now going to discuss strategies and techniques to secure interviews, part two which includes company websites, career fairs, networking and social media, search firms, and other placement agencies. Visiting company websites will help any job seeker research possible target companies, including the company's values, mission, and other pertinent information. You can use this information to tailor your resume and possible cover letter when reviewing the company's career opportunity page and responding to any open positions listed there. This strategy will require you to identify companies you might like to work for, or in other words, establishing at least some career direction, which we discussed in episode one of this podcast series. I would recommend for Gen Z, or young first-time job seekers, and all job seekers really, to have some fun with this. Don't look at it as some kind of chore. It can be a very interesting and informative exercise that will help you get started in identifying the types of companies you would like to target in the job search. That's a good point. Additionally, during my tenure as Director of Career Services for the MBA program at the University of Illinois at Chicago, we conducted a survey for MBA students that secured a new job during their program. One of the questions on that survey was, how did you secure the interview with the company that hired you? It was a multiple choice question. Responding to job leads directly from the company website was rated number one, surprisingly ahead of networking, which was rated number two. The point is, not only can researching companies be an interesting and fun experience, it can also be very productive in actually identifying open positions you might want to respond to. John, how about attending career fairs? Do you think that it's a profitable way to spend your time? Well, the first thing is to attend the right career fair for you and your career interests. Research the companies and related industries that will actually be there. Usually they are listed in any promotional material and sometimes with the types of positions they are recruiting for. This is one reason why searching company websites and establishing at least some career direction is the first step in the process. If you attend the right career fair for you, they can be very productive, but you have to be ready to market yourself. Review your points of marketability, which we discussed in Chapter 3 of this podcast series. You need to be solid on those before you attend the career fair because you'll have limited time to communicate face-to-face with the company representatives. Be ready to handle the quote-unquote tell-me-about-yourself or similar open-ended questions, such as, why would you be interested in working for us? Kinds of questions. Reviewing your points of marketability will help you respond to those kinds of questions and also help you identify the questions you want to ask the company. Remember, even in a career fair, it's a two-way street. You are interviewing them as much as they are interviewing you. We will be discussing actual interview preparation in much more detail during upcoming episodes. I think career fairs can be a great way to make networking contacts, not only with recruiters, but other job seekers as well. Try to get business cards for follow-up if you can. Some good points to remember when attending a career fair are to dress for success, as this will help you make a good first impression. Take plenty of resumes and be ready to explain your interest in the company and why you would be a valuable member of their team. 
Attending career fairs will require some patience and follow-up. I highly doubt the company will hire you on the spot, so it is a process, but can open many networking opportunities along with exposure to positions the companies are recruiting for now. Also, take advantage of virtual career fairs. These are becoming much more common and offer the same advantages we just discussed without having to actually go to an event venue. Nice. I think most career fairs will be virtual before too long, so take advantage of them as well. So now let's move to networking and social media. There are two important rules to follow when networking. One, networking should be one of the methods you use in the job search, not the only one. Two, eventually you will need to network to a person with the authority to hire you. You might need to effectively network with quite a few people to end up with that actual job interview. The bottom line is it takes time to network. You should always be networking even if not currently seeking a new position. In terms of the job search, you might get an interview or two off posted leads before your network even matures to the point where it's producing actual job interviews, especially if you have not communicated with your networking contacts for a while. A good way to think of it is networking is a lifelong, ongoing activity you need to be doing all the time. But with that being said, it probably is the best way to secure a new position. Not the fastest way, but the best way. LinkedIn is key, and there are several strategies on using LinkedIn to generate networking contacts. At Job Transitions, we do provide basic LinkedIn training as one of our services and strongly recommend all job seekers to have a marketable LinkedIn profile page when conducting a job search. It's a wonderful way to generate informational interviews and additional networking contacts that can actually help you during the course of your job search. An informational interview is an interview. Make no mistake about that. But it is not a job interview. You are asking a networking contact who might not be in a position to hire you for information, not a job. For various reasons, most people will be glad to help you and provide you with information regarding their own experiences, but might draw the line if the job seeker comes across as asking for help in finding a job, especially if they do not know you very well, such as a new connection on LinkedIn. But that networking contact can provide additional information and contacts related to the industry and functional positions you are targeting. Here's an example. A client was targeting the banking industry. Using various strategies on LinkedIn, he identified a person with a military background that was currently working at a large bank in Chicago and in a similar functional position that the client was targeting. When the client initially approached this banking professional, he mentioned that he also had a military background. So the reason he is requesting a brief informational interview is to find out how the banking professional might have positioned his military background to help him secure his current job. The client is asking for information, not a job. Once an informational interview is scheduled, some bonding can take place, and the networking contact might feel more comfortable referring you to other people that can help in the search, and sometimes even refer the job seeker for open positions within their own company. But again, all of this takes time and needs to be an ongoing process. Another important and sometimes overlooked factor is that many companies that are considering hiring a job seeker might go to the job seeker's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social media accounts as kind of a background check. Job seekers should always make sure that there's nothing posted at any social media platforms that could hurt them during a job search. However, these platforms also have some excellent tools you can use for establishing contacts 
investigating possible target companies, and identifying actual job leads. Search firms and placement agencies can be a great resource for some job seekers. Usually, search firm representatives are paid a commission upon placement. With that being said, marketability to a search firm depends on two things. One, how quote-unquote hot are you on the market, and two, your career direction. If you have ever approached a search firm and never heard back after an initial contact, one of two things probably happened. One, the job seeker came across as quote-unquote testing the waters and not really active in a job search at the present time. Most search firms do not get paid a dime to help you get your feet wet. Or two, the job seeker communicated what we used to call when I was with a search firm early in my career, a quote-unquote mission impossible. This is when the job seeker is making so many demands on what a new company needs to offer them to make a move, it is too difficult and takes too much time to make that placement. In my opinion, the best way to get a good search firm working with you is to come across as, look, if you show me a position that gets me involved in this, this, and this, these should be three or four points off your dream job list, I would have interest in the opportunity. So, basically, if you would show me a position that gets me involved in this, and this, and this, I would have interest in that opportunity. We discussed the dream job list in episode one of this podcast series. Now the job seeker has set at least some parameters on what they will consider, but the search firm is confident they can place this job seeker in a reasonable period of time. They are not asking for a mission impossible. Now they will actively work with you. You are a placement waiting to happen. A couple other points to remember is that search firms usually recruit for full-time positions. Use search firms that specialize in your functional area or industries you are targeting. In all cases, the client company, the company that hires you, pays the search firm fee. Never use a search firm that requests money from you. It is also important to maintain strong relationships with good search firms for future positions. You want them to think of you when an appropriate position is listed with them. Placement agencies are a great resource for many job seekers seeking temporary or part-time positions, but these positions can eventually become full-time. Technically, you work for the placement agency, not the company they place you with. However, companies can buy out whatever agreement you might have with a placement agency and hire you full-time. So, whether you are seeking a full-time, part-time, or temporary position, placement agencies could be a good resource for you. So let's summarize strategies and techniques to secure interviews. In part one, we discuss responding to job postings, which can be the fastest method to get your resume in front of jobs that are open now, you have interest in based on your dream job list, and have at least some, but not necessarily all, of the experience they were requesting in the posting. Reviewing company websites, which can provide valuable information for establishing career direction, identifying a company's mission and values, and possibly have open positions listed on their career opportunity page. Attending career fairs, which is a good way to establish contacts specifically within the industry or functional position you are targeting, as well as having the opportunity to market yourself directly to the company representatives. Networking on social media, which is probably the best way, but not the fastest way, and utilizing search firms or placement agencies, which can help you secure interviews with their functional area or industry-specific clients. A job seeker should utilize all of these methods when conducting an aggressive job search. Now that we have identified strategies to secure interviews, we need to work on preparing for interviews and strengthening your interviewing skills, which we will discuss in the next episode. 
Until then, this is Jessica Duplessis. And this is John Karras. A big thank you to all the people who have listened to our podcast. If you enjoy our podcast series, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review. For a free resume review and initial consultation, visit our website at www.jobtransitions.net.